We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Bury the problem leading, no. leaving the victims no, in they didn't. ways. They, no, they didn't find that at all. They did not that's find not that. That's not a straw man. <laughs> that is a flaming <laughs> gasoline tank on fire, man. They did man. not find that at that all. With so many straw men and misrepresentations that seem pejorative in the rest of the article, you doubt that that was not a pejorative as well. There's just measurable quantifiers that show what you're saying is wrong, both in tone, in tenor, in insinuation. Insinuation. Like, why do we still, like, there's a reason why Donald Trump's phrase fake news still persists in the zeitgeist and won't go away. So he's the second man to go into parliament with good intentions after Guy Fawkes. After Guy Fawkes. (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't been an apostle for more than what? Six weeks? Eight weeks? Uh Uh-huh. And he's already getting lambasted by the AP. Look at the, 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 the bias of selection. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Ward Radio. I'm your host, Cardinalis, and today I'm joined in the studio live by Jonah Barnes. He's back. Comedic editor at large, traveling to Los Angeles to help us out here understand a little bit more what's going on. And you said we got to debunk an AP hit piece against Elder Kieran, our boy Elder Kieran. Elder Kieran. He hasn't been an apostle for more than, what, six weeks, eight weeks? Uh-huh. And he's already getting lambasted, actually, like two or three months. And he's already getting lambasted yeah. by the AP. Well, the AP wastes no time. Well, I got to tell you, uh, they said to Vivek, I screw up his last name, uh, Ramaswamy. Uh-huh. Yeah, Vivek Ramaswamy had a really interesting interview. I can't remember who it was, but it was really funny. The first time he was called a Nazi by MSNBC, you know, he said uh-huh. something very interesting last campaign. He's like, well, you've never really made it as a political candidate until, you know, MSNBC has called you oh. a Nazi. So this is like a rite you know? of passage yeah, for so Elder Kieran. It looks like you're not a real apostle until the Associated Press has called you a bigot. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, homophobic, Islamophobic. Actually, Islamophobia, that's kind of gone away, post-Patriot yeah, Act. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, bigot, that's like that's like the new one. Fascist, you know, yeah. being fascist, that's in. So anyway, poor Elder Kieran <clears throat> was called a bigot, basically. Well, well he was... Uh, the, well, tell us what's going on. Tell all right, us what's, so here's going, what's on. going on. So it's kind of a hit piece on Elder Kieran. It's more of a hit piece on the Church of Jesus Christ, because they really don't know anything about Elder Kieran yet. And Elder Kieran is a pretty unimpeachable guy. He's an amazing guy. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But this AP News article is so instructive, and you all have to you all have to see what they do here, okay? So... So just to lay the background here, once upon a time, there was a guy, uh, Mike Resendez, who broke the story in the Associated Press on the Catholic abuse scandal. Yeah, the spotlight scandal. They made a movie about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
huge. I mean, that is the holy grail for journalists. Boom, shot this guy to stardom, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in that particular case, yeah, it was Catholic employed clergy doing horrible things. Well, and, and they were and moving them around, moving them of around, actually separating leadership, them from. Yeah, leadership knew they were trying to hide it, so they couldn't be extradited. It was pretty shifty stuff. It was bad, bad, bad stuff. Okay. Yeah. Now that was amazing. Now. Mike, it was the actual World War Two. It was it was the actual World War Two. Like we've all seen the Freedom Tunes where they resurrect the World War Two veterans to come back oh, to the yeah. modern day. Yes, yes. And they're like, you know, the kids come up and like, we got to go out and fight Nazis. And the World War Two veterans are like, whoa, whoa, where are they? They're Nazis. back. They're back. Yeah. Where are they? And they point over there. Those people. And it's like a suburban Just, soccer mom. that's yes, like, yes. we need to lower taxes. We need to lower taxes. Yeah, yeah. They're like, fascists. Yes, that's you know? the, these guys. They're remembering those days. Remembering those days with the, with the Catholics. They're like, and there's a picture in the Discord of oh, okay. Mike Resendez and the Associated Press. We actually have, uh, we caught a, a, a candid photo of him writing this very article. <laughs> there he is, writing this article against the church and against Elder Kieran. That's um, him. He He's trying to throw a football over those mountains over there. He's the Uncle Rico. These people are the Uncle Rico of the journalist world. Wait, so... Mike Resendez is the one that actually wrote this article. This well, no, I think this was oh. this was somebody else. But this is this somebody. Oh, it was the Uncle Rico of Uncle Rico. Oh, wow! It's, it's the it was the want to be. It was the AAA Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico Inception. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So they wrote this article, and let's not bury let's not bury the lead here. So what they say is, oh, the news member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. They say they they want to say the word Mormon as often as they can. Yeah. In this article. First of all, that's the first step in writing an anti-Mormon hit piece, guys. You have to just say the word Mormon as frequently as you can because you know that you're not supposed to. So they put it in everything. They say the first, the, the, the newest member of the Church of Jesus Christ, the Latter-day Saints, top governing body said every faith must do more to protect, vic- including his, must do more to protect victims of sexual abuse. That's the headline, guys. That's the headline is... Mormon church, Mormon church leadership says it must do better to help sex abuse victims heal. Okay, now do you That's think- That's the headline. Now hold on. Do you think that is, because I'm looking right here and we got this, uh, we got this journalist here. I use that term loosely in America nowadays. Because <laughs> I, 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 like journalism is basically activism nowadays. And by the way, it kind of always has been. I wish we would just go back to calling it propaganda and being honest about it. Yeah. You served in uh, Russia. Oh yeah. You know, and what do the Russians always say when, you know, you said you have those conversations where you'd be like, oh, no, in America, we're like really super transparent. Oh, they they say they say you're just as corrupt as we are, but you just hide it better. Yeah. And they're like, we're just honest about it. We're just honest about it. We're open about (laughs) it. Yeah. So anyway, um, yes, the news media in America is uh, corrupted and it kind of has always been. I think people think there was a period where it wasn't corrupted, corrupted or just kind of naive. But anyway, here we got Deepa. Baroth, uh, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, which mm-hmm. I'm probably not, you know, is this her just being inarticulate and under a deadline for pressure and kind of, you know, botching it? Mm. Or is this her writing a hit piece? Because, I mean, the newest member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints top governing body said every faith, including his, must do more to protect victims of sexual abuse, abuse and help facilitate a healing process. I see how could that that could be written in a little bit more sterile. Well, and just just look way. at the look at the the the, the bias of selection. They talk about this huge interview they conduct with Elder Patrick Kieran, who's okay. an amazing man and has had incredible experiences and accomplished so much in his life. And what do they ask him about? 
They're like, oh, let's talk about LGBTQ community. Let's talk about immigration. Let's talk about uh, sex abuse victims. Let's talk about, you know, he probably, he probably spent 90% of the time talking about Jesus Christ in the atonement. Really? But they took this one little, one, one time a guy, this is actually a personal experience. One time a guy, a, a, a guy up where I'm from was studying to be a minister. And, oh, okay, and one yeah. of the assignments that he had is he had to uh, interview a member of the Church of Jesus Christ. Oh, really? Okay. And his wife knew my wife or whatever. And, he's, and they said, they would like to talk to you. And I was like, please come talk to me. Comes into my office and this guy sits down with me and we talked for 90 minutes or something. And the you know, first question, so tell me about excommunications. Why do you do that? I'm oh. like, uh, uh, well, because okay. the Bible, uh, <laughs> so delineates. Like, and by the way, ours are uh, nice because we make you cookies and try and get you back in and kill yeah. you with kindness. And so I'm like, okay, and love you to death. So, so I tell him about excommunications, and he's like, okay, uh, what about blood atonement? Oh, so he started like, doing the whole. Oh, jeez. Well, a blood atonement never really actually happened. It was never implemented by anywhere. Here, let scale. me ask you about the Cruise of Cain. Yeah, and he and just slavery. goes on and on and on about all these things. And finally, after like, I, I'm just like answering these questions. And finally, like, all right, thanks so much. And he gets up to leave. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. You haven't learned anything about my church, by the way. And he's like, oh, no, I've learned, I've learned plenty. I was like, no, you haven't. And I took a piece of paper and I was like, all right, if this is, if this is my church, and this is everything that we believe, okay? You've asked me about this. This is Jesus Christ. Like, you didn't, you didn't ask me one whit about the restoration, about Jesus Christ, yeah. about the atonement, about any of that stuff. You just wanted to talk about it. So yeah. the, the bias, the selection bias in this, in this well, article. Well, this is, this is what bothered me as I, as I start reading on, okay? I, I want to give grace. Hmm. And, and the benefit of the doubt to these people, but sometimes they make it so hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here it is. It says last month, Patrick here in 62 became the first new member since 2018 named to the quorum of the 12 apostles, the body, which oversees the business interests and global development of the faith widely known as the Mormon church. Got to slip that in there. I was about to say, uh, got to put you, it in there you, as you, much you, as you can. You got to do the dig. But anyway, speaking to the associated press, Kieran, who was raised in England and converted to the faith as an adult, outlined the global compassionate approach he would take on a range of sensitive issues from the border crisis to LGBTQ community. He was particularly, empathetic on how he would like victims of that bad type of abuse to be cared for by the church. And then here's the quote. There is no question in my mind that the abuse of a child or deliberate abuse of anyone is the most heinous crime that cannot be tolerated in any form. We all must do better, regardless of which religious group or denomination, in caring for those who have been victims of those crime, help them heal and move just beyond surviving that ordeal. And then, of course, of everything to talk about, this is the paragraph. An AP investigation found that the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, that type of abuse policy reporting hotline, can be misused by its leaders to divert abuse accusations away from the law enforcement instead of church attorneys who may bury the problem, leading no. uh, leaving the victims no, in they harm didn't. ways. They, no, they didn't find that at all. They did not that's find not that. That's not a straw man. <laughs> that is a flaming <laughs> gasoline tank on fire, they did man. not find that at all. That is Ghost Rider with his skull burning <laughs> as he rides his Harley Davidson 
across the sky. And she continues saying the Utah based faith, which I totally hate. Can they just move their headquarters to Los Angeles? Most, most of the churches uh, in Utah at yeah, all. Yeah, it's such a straw man. Uh, no, I mean, it is Utah based in the sense that that is physically okay. where, that's physically where the church office building is. But it, it's with so many straw men and misrepresentations that seem pejorative in the rest of the article, you doubt that that was not a pejorative as well. Mm-hmm. So the Utah based faith has stuck by this system despite the criticism and increasing scrutiny from attorneys and prosecutors who argue it is inadequate to quickly stop abuse and protect vis- victims. Who are all basing, are all basing their claims off of our bogus reporting. Yes. Well, all, the, all these people that we've convinced, we convinced all these people that we found the stuff we didn't actually find. And these people are really mad about it. That's what that paragraph should read. We lied and we got and, some suckers and, and by to the believe way, us. Th- nothing is more angering than when a good intention gets punished. Like no good uh-huh. deed goes unpunished, yep. right? And here you can just hear the voice of Elder Kieran just pleading with these people. Kieran didn't speak sp- specifically about the hotline, but said the church does have protocols for reporting these crimes, which must be observed. Quote, we must deploy everything we can to help those who have been mistreated in the most dreadful ways heal. He said, there has been lots of progress made in this regard, but we need to get better. So here, here he is saying, no stone unturned, no dollar not spent. No, you know, no child left behind like the act was in, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s. And and no matter what he says, no matter what he says, no matter what he says, the next paragraph, they want they want the headline that they want and they're going to say what they're going to say. Yeah. And so anyway, Kieran, who may have described who may who many have described as a rising star in the church. Wild things happen when you're only in your sixties. Well, and, <laughs> you know and, and, and this that. again, and this again, look at, look at this entire article. He's a yeah. rising star in the church. What are yeah. you talking about? Rising star in the church. We don't have stars in the church. Uh-huh. You don't climb the corporate well, ladder in the come church. On. It, that's it could just be a figure of speech, right? Uh, you know? I, I, I just think all every every paragraph they have this something in there. This is fun when you're in the studio because you go harder in the paint than even <sighs> I do. I just and uh, so sometimes like it's this is nice. See, I'm good cop now. You're, you're bad <laughs> cop. You know. So dang it, Cardin. Dang it. Don't do this <laughs> okay. right now. Keep we going. need two bad cops. Keep going. Keep going. Every paragraph they're like they're the Mormon church. They're based out of. Utah. They're petty. They're small. They have a rising star. They're all corporate. They're all anything they can do to just insinuate, insinuate negative things about the church. They're just so excited to try to do it. They're the Uncle Rico trying to turn this into a scandal that isn't. And this poor guy is saying everything perfectly. Elder Karen is saying what I agree completely. This type of abuse is absolutely abhorrent. We should fight it every way that we can. We have a global, you know how much money and effort and hours the church spends globally trying to fight and stop this thing and they get zero credit from it from these people. Well, and this is the thing that I always want to ask these activists. Sorry, I meant journalists. Oh, slip up. Um, slip. It's funny to see what they bury. Because they always include, like Peggy Fletcher Stack does this at the Salt Lake Tribune, you know, all the activists at the Washington Post, I'm sorry, journalists, at the Washington Post, <laughs> and you know, the New York Times, LA Times, they all do this. You know what they hate and what they think is a powerful opposing argument hmm. by what they put in the end of the article so they can dutifully say they did. Yes, right. Know? We did and, our due and diligence. If you, yeah, so they can say, well, we represented both sides. Yes. Oh, you mean 90% anti-Mormon straw men and then yes. 10% the very at the very end. Yes, yeah, so, so here's what starts coming towards the end. Look at this. 
He sees his global background as relevant because the church is growing faster globally than it is in the U.S. Last year, the church announced that it had reached 17 million members worldwide by the end of 2022, which reflects a 26% increase in convert baptisms compared to the previous year. The trend is going con to continue, Kieran said, adding that having served and lived in different parts of the world helps him think globally about issues that might not, sorry, that might only seem to affect one region or another. Okay, so they have to dutifully throw some stats in there so they can say that it was, you know, science-based and data-driven, you right. know, yeah. journalisming, as Ben Shapiro says, which I love that word. Anyway, um, this is my big question that I ask the Marxists. You know, every once in a while I get a chance to talk to a legitimate communist, right? And, I, and there's a question they can never answer that they only ever get angry when you ask, Okay. Why are the lines to get visas and permanent residency into the United States and its allied capitalist countries so long? Hmm. But the lines to get visas mm. into North Korea, to your utopias. into your utopias, into the Marxist communist countries are utterly non-existent. Mm -hmm. Like why, if your communism was so good wouldn't more people be moving there mm -hmm. okay and i would ask the associated press why if the church is nothing but yeah the spotlight abuse scandal uh -huh. yes why are why is it experienced 26 percent convert baptismal increases year over, over the year. past yeah over the past year dude did the Catholic Church experience a 26% increase the year after the spotlight scandal broke? <laughs> that's a good point. D did that's, it? That's a great point. No, like, like yeah. factually, there's measurable quantifiers that show the Associated Press journalist, I'm sorry, I meant activist. No, I meant rationally <laughs> representative and um, erudite philosopher priest. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> The, it, there's just measurable quantifiers that show what you're saying is wrong, both in tone, in tenor, in insinuation. Insinuation, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it, it's, it's wrong. brutal. Like, why do we still like? There's a reason why Donald Trump's phrase "fake news" still persists in the zeitgeist and won't go away. And this is so sad. I've worked for some major news outlets. I wrote for WABC. I've worked for NBC Universal. I love. The American news media, when it's at its best, it, it it's in. I'm mean, sorry, I shouldn't say the American news media. I say being in the news media, it's it's fun. It's the spirit of I'm a journalist. Oh, there's a war over there. I'm going to go cover it. Oh, there's been a disaster right, over right. there. While most people are running away, I'm going to gr grab a, a, a mm. camera, an airboat, and piggyback off of the uh -huh. National Guard and, and, and try and catch these intrepid men in action mm -hmm. and hopefully hopefully not die myself you know like there's there's such a spirit of adventure in it and there's so many good dutiful people in the news media but they just can't get off the ground they don't get columns in the ap about how brave the coast guard was in seizing that homemade submarine that probably came out last week mm. you know off the coast of san diego why because gotta 
got to bury the 26% convert baptisms no, you and know, make it look like the new guys admitting to some kind of huge scandal that which, went which underreported. Not, which is never, yeah, no. Well, they're, they're so desperate. Yeah. They're so desperate to be Walter Cronkite. They're yes. so desperate to have, I wish I would have marched with Martin Luther King and if racism is gone and I can't fight it like he did, then I'm just going to create it and I'm going to make it yes. news articles. And then it's just like the Freedom cartoon where there's one guy was like, oh yeah, to the old veteran that was resurrected from World War II, was like, oh yeah, yeah, I fought Nazis too. What did he say again? Oh yeah, he say he says, uh, oh yeah, I fought Nazis. He's like, really? I was in a foxhole for you know twelve months in the Ardennes, and tanks were driving over and I had a dead body riding, rotting next to me, and that's how I fought Nazis. And he's like, oh, I did too. One time, this person they they uh, uh, I left this super mean comment on their Facebook post, and I got all these likes, and people were like, "Yeah, yeah. queen," and like, "That's how I fought Nazis." Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's that's these uncle. That was Ricos. the worst worst freedom tunes accent interpretation <laughs> i did you switched between the annoying, I, I was all over between the annoying activist to like you know the wannabe socialite you know you just you, you just you went through three different accents there mm-hmm. you know but anyway well we're gonna teach we're gonna teach uh the ap the associated poop how they could have better <laughs> covered elder patrick kieran here um, like if you're going to cover the bio of this guy who's been yeah. all over the world and has done incredible things and you know why they're not on rafts sailing out to cover these wars that have been, are breaking out because those rafts are filled with disaster relief volunteers from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. No room for those AP reporters sitting at their desk and just trying to think up new ways of spinning, you know, to make the church look bad. But Elder Robert David Kieran, uh, Elder Patrick Robert David Kieran. Stud Muffin. This dude's born 1961. Okay. And he's, uh, when he's like five years old or seven years old or something, his parents take him to Saudi Arabia and he grows up, he, he lives in Saudi Arabia for several years as a, as a little boy. Really? Uh, yeah. Until he's, he's sent back to boarding school. So he goes to boarding school, like old fashioned, old school type in Britain until when he's 19, his father dies. So he, he's, he has no father for his adult life. He goes to America, and I don't know why, but that's where he gets introduced to the church. Okay. Uh, then he heads back to Britain and meets the missionaries, and that's where he joins. So he joins in his 20s to become a member of the church. Wow. Okay. So this dude's been all over the world. He's had all kinds of experiences. Is his wife American, or is she British? I don't know. She, she's, she, she's really- did She's he gorgeous. The, did he rob the cradle? She looks like 20 years younger yeah, than she him. Looks, she looks- You know what I'm Is this one of those, like, second wife, you know, like- Well, probably because like... he's been jet- He's been- Jet hopping all over the world trying to serve people in these third world countries. And so he's got a little more sun. So he meets Miss Yorkshire like 1993 yeah. and marries her. She's got a hip hair too. She Look looks at beautiful. That, she looks beautiful. Yeah. It's dude. because, you know, it's objectively, we've been over this. We've been uh, over this because Latter day Saint women are just prettier. Yeah, well, it's he's got to stand up too. Write an AP we, article about we that. We did a podcast a while back about Renlin not standing up straight. You oh, know, Kieran, geez. Kieran, come on, brother. He's trying. Loud to, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to. You marry a hottie. You're an apostle. You're a modern warrior priest. Stand up straight. He doesn't. Dog. He, knows, he doesn't want to look as make his wife look too short. He wants to look just right. Is it's that perfect. my Jordan Peterson make your bed thing? Stand up stand straight. Up straight. <laughs> Rule number one. Rule number one. Stand Cardin's, up straight. Curtin's rules for apostles. Dude, that's funny, man. <laughs> Don't that's ever funny. write that. Don't ever write. Don't that. ever write that one. No wonder they hate us. In the okay, but building. this dude, he works for he works for British Parliament. Uh, he's 
He, he Wait, works shut up. He works for parliament? Dude, when he was like a young man, he's this guy is... So he's the second man to go into parliament with good intentions after Guy Fawkes. After Guy Fawkes. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. <laughs> so he works in public affairs his whole life. Incredibly successful guy. Um, and remember, he's this entire time he's doing this, he's volunteering as a leader in the church. The entire time that he's doing this and having this wonderful career with his beautiful family and juggling all of that, yeah. he's he's volunteering his time to serve his fellow man in the church. He's not going to be paid a dime for this. That might be something worth mentioning, Associated Press, that he is Associated Poop, that he has managed to work so hard for so many decades in a church that pays him absolutely nothing for it, purely volunteer. That's an accomplishment alone, okay? And uh, so... He's been all over the world doing doing all these things, so he has a wonderful perspective globally on the church, on this Utah-based faith that yeah. they talk about, which is actually based in hundreds of countries all around the world in all these different languages. Elder Karen is a stud. He's an awesome guy, and we're thrilled to have him. This makes like five members of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles who are uh, who are foreign. Actually, we're oh, almost interesting. We're almost we're pushing. Majority By the way, foreign. I just realized instead of calling it the Utah-based faith. I disagree with that. Utah is not based. It is so woke right mm -hmm. now. Like I would say actually LA is closer to being based than Salt Lake City is. Hmm. So we should call it the Utah woke, but we escaped an LA is based phase. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a little, like that's, little that's, longer. To... Hey, well, yeah, there's Mormon and then there's member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Imagine texting that. You know, Utah, Utah <laughs> Utah centered, but the, woke, the Utah but woke LA based. Babe. Darn it, delete it. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, we'll longer. finish finish puff piece in it. We started with a hit piece from dude. the Associated Press. Now you got a puff piece. No, no, no. There's nothing to puff. Dude, do you know how many thousands of people this guy has personally ministered to and and helped throughout his entire life that you will never know who you'll never know the names of. The, you people at the AP, you don't get this. Our church is 100% volunteer. This guy has gone the world over serving people in other languages and other places. He's been in the trenches, in the huts, with refugees on rafts. This guy's been everywhere, yeah. and you cover none of that. And and uh, uh, he's got a good tan. Oh, yeah, boy, he sure yeah, does. He's got a good tan. I, I just I don't know if wow. that was just the color balance on the cameras. Either that or he has LEDs under his collar. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. there's there's this that effervescent glow. You just know, a handsome dude. The, handsome dude. The physiognomy of apostleship physiognomy. is just kicking in right now. Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure this is what Moses looked like. It's <laughs> <laughs> safe to say. Put a beard on him, Moses. Yeah, dude, for real, for real. That Anyways, is too funny. So Keep that's going. that's that's the, the 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 AP article. This is a selection bias that they're doing. They only want to talk about this. They only want to talk about that. They don't talk about any of these other very interesting, very more relevant things. Um, they they bury things at the bottom so you don't have to. You don't have to. So they can check their little boxes. They yeah. only they only. Mention, oh, a 26% increase in convert baptisms for this horrible church that for whatever reason with absolute motiva motivation is covering up abuse. These yeah. are the Uncle Ricos of the Uncle Ricos, and we are proud to have a stud like Elder Kieran uh, in the governing body of our faith. Okay, I agree with you, and I want the conversations to continue in the comments below. If you're watching us on YouTube, please comment there. If you're listening to us on the radio, please comment on our website as well. You can check us out at wardradio.com. And here's a comment that I want you to comment in addition to your regular comment on this. What do we call female Uncle Ricos from Napoleon Dynamite? Mm. Because, you know, we are reading Rica? here this, uh, this sister from another mister who decided to do a hit piece 
um, under the auspices of the Associated Press against one Elder Kieran. We can't call her an Uncle Rico. We have to call her uh, an Uncle Riquette, uh, an Uncle Rachel. I don't know. I've known way too many nice girls named Rachel. I wouldn't want to besmirch the Rachels of this world. Let us know what you think. We should call hmm. uh, journalists who misrepresent people with uh, some, you know, uh, bias against Le Church. Should we call them the Uncle Ricos of the Uncle Ricos? Or the Aunt Karens? Or I don't know. Yeah, the, the Aunt Carico? I don't know. We'll figure it out. It can't be Aunt Karen because actually one of our viewers is Aunt Karen. She was on a live stream. She's actually an awesome gal. Yeah, so poor can't lady. Call, can't call that. American colloquialism has not treated her kindly yeah, over the yeah, past five yeah. or six years. Anyway, Nothing. guys, this has been real and it's been fun and it's been real fun. As always, for this and more, please check us out at wardradio.com. Like, share, subscribe, or die. I ain't trying to break you down, but for real, you might as well give up now. Think you got a chance, but I don't see how. Got a real tight grip when I hold that crown. My life been good and bad and all around. The more things I lost, the more I found. One thing I taught myself to do, no matter the problem, refuse to lose. So We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey guys. Thanks for watching the video. Before you go, I want to put a little bit of a plug in here for my buddy Don Bradley. He's written a book called The Lost 116 Pages. We've talked a lot about it on this show, and you know what? There's plenty of material. We're going to talk more. He's coming back into the studio pretty soon, and we want everybody to be familiar with his book because we're going to talk about a lot of what is inside. So before he comes back and we have this kind of ask me anything about this book, we're going to do a little bit of a book club and have you guys all go buy it all read it as much as you can over the next two or three weeks so that when he's in here and we do this little ask me anything, you guys will have all kinds of questions you can ask him. Now, he's not the best self-promoter out there, but his book is the best book. It is the seminal work of Mormon history in the past decade, and you have to get it. So make sure you guys go buy Don Bradley's book, The Lost 116 Pages, so we can talk about it when he's back in the studio. Other than that, please make sure you like this video. Please make sure you share this video and you subscribe to this channel. For this and more, please make sure you check us out at wardradio.com. <laughs>